Hello and welcome back to another episode of Listen Up. Today I'm going to be talking about one of the biggest issues, probably the biggest issue in our world today. You guessed it, I'm going to be talking about climate change. Now the reason why I want to do this episode on climate change today was because of a thing that's been happening in Australia and has really caught attention all across the world. I'm talking about the bushfires. Australia is burning and... Although I'm safe because I'm, I live in uh, urban Melbourne, um, lots I still um, when I go outside, it's there is heavy smoke in the air, and I know lots of people who have either had to flee from the bushfires because they've simply been going on their holiday, or they have been uh, their families have been affected by the bushfires. Now. The bushfires aren't entirely caused by climate change, but definitely they wouldn't be going on this long and this bit, and they wouldn't be this big if it weren't for climate change and rising temperatures. Now, but besides from, well, so besides from all the bushfires, they're a really big problem, but I want to look at the bigger picture. Now, let me paint you a picture. Just have a think about this in your minds right now. A dry, desolate wasteland. No trees at all. Stinking temperatures. And part of the land covered in sea because of rising sea sea levels. California sinking. Antarctica melting. And, and animals becoming extinct. These are all the things that are expected to happen if, if we don't do anything about climate change. Now, the, the, these probably won't happen for a while. Some of these more are more, ha- more often than... Well, I mean, some of these things will ha- are more likely to happen. Some of these things are not. For example, all trees disappearing. This is what's said to happen in the future or what some people are predicting. But I doubt, I actually doubt it's going to happen. And you see, I think initiatives like Team Trees, which is they just planted, they reached their, recently reached their goal of 20 million trees, are brilliant. People are going out and planting trees, but things like Antarctica melting are something we can't stop unless we decide to change our ways and... Take one initiative to make our planet better. Now, what exactly is climate is the problem? What exactly is climate change? Now, climate change is when the Earth gradually gets warmer. This is a natural occurrence, but we speed it up when we let more greenhouse gases into the environment, which trap heat, causing the Earth to become warmer. When climate change occurs more rapidly, Antarctica will melt, causing rising sea levels. And things like um, California and other places, which are surrounded by seas, Japan and different islands in the Pacific, causing them to, in the future, it is quite possible that they could sink if we don't do anything. Also, many animals will become extinct and people's climates will change and get hotter 
or if they live in a normally hot place, they might see snow. Many causes. There are many causes for climate change, but the main ones are coal and oil fuel. So climate change is a big problem and we talk about it a lot. That's probably because it's, we're starting to see the effects of it. Glaciers falling and Australia burning is probably one of the biggest ones at the moment. We're also seeing things that we've been doing wrong. For example, the Amazon burning. This is a really big thing because it just shows how greedy humans are for land and for crops and for money. Now, as I talked about in my first episode, there are three categories, and I think it's obvious which category this comes under. It's the environment. Really, it's about the environment, but I think it also could be about human rights because it's a human's right to be able to go outside and not inhale large amounts of smoke. It's a human's right to have a comfortable environment and a safe home, yes. So, but, but the main, the main um, category is the environment. But yeah, so what I just really want to talk about is just bring a bit of hope. The, the climate is a, and the climate change, global warming, whatever you want to call it, is a really big problem, but we are not at a climate crisis. Despite what people say, we are not at a climate crisis. But I reckon, instead, we're at an environmental awakening. Now these sound like funny words, since so many people are calling it a climate crisis. But really, I think the climate crisis was maybe in the 60s, or even the 80s, when they did not realise the scale of what they were doing. They let out air sprays, and different sprays into, and um, made a hole in the ozone. They produced large amounts of plastic and they didn't realise what they were doing wrong. That's why I think now is an environmental awakening because we have realised what we were doing wrong and there are so many people, so many good organisations that have out to fix it for the better. But the simple thing is we are using and taking the wrong course of action. We've realised what we're doing wrong, but instead of trying to fix our ways, we're trying to fight. Brickworks is a recently opened shopping centre and it has been called the most sustainable shopping centre in the world. It has a farm on top, but I think the thing that stands out to me is the Woolworths. If you don't know what Woolworths is, it's basically a grocery store here in Australia. And this Woolworths, it's just taking so many little things, so many courses of action to make the environment better. Just little things like um, getting rid of plastic bags and instead you can, um, they have this, they have cardboard boxes you can use um, to carry your groceries home, but also things that um, like they use LED lights. But the thing, one of the things that stood out to me 
also is the whole shopping centre. Every, right, the, all the timber in the shopping centre has been salvaged from demolition projects. You might not think that timber is, you know, when you think of you know, being sustainable, saving timber might not be the first thing that comes to mind, but really stopping waste and stopping more trees being cut down is a big thing too. Now the second step is to fly less. Now I'm not saying zero flight because sometimes you do need to fly but flying less rather than just going on holidays like three or four family holidays every year. Try and think about where you're going and if you absolutely need to do this. Now the third one is this when they're not in use. So don't have your washing machine, TV, radio going on all the time, or even just lights in your bedroom, because they use a simple appliances use a lot of power to run. Now the fourth one is to choose a different form of transport. So rather than taking your car everywhere. Because cars are probably one of the biggest things that are, that I guess, contribute to climate change. So rather than driving everywhere, choose to walk. And, or even ride your bike, scooter. And if it's, and if you can't, um, if it's too far, then take public transport. Public transport might not be the best, but if you think about how many people you can fit on a train, and then think about how if every single one of those people took their car, public transport is a much better option. Now, the next one, number five, is to choose in-season produce. Now, this might not sound like it would do that much, but if you choose produce, that is local and in season. It doesn't mean it has to be transported a long way and it'll also be fresher and healthier for you too. Now the sixth one might be hard for some people. I know it's hard for me, but to eat least less meat and or animal products because animals, funnily enough, produce methane too. And when, they, when we um, contribute to buying lots of products, that means more farms, more cows being breeded and pigs and lamb and pork and beef just to be eaten but it also means more methane so vegan going vegan might actually be a good idea now if you can't if you think that would be too hard to just maybe try like one or two only one or two um meals with meat in it every week or so. Now number seventh is probably something that not many people know about and it's to unplug vampire devices. <laughs> vampire devices don't go around sucking your blood. Vampire devices actually suck energy. So even when they're turned off, so they still suck energy and store it, which actually uses a lot of energy. So we'll actually save your energy bill too and save you a lot of money. Vampire devices include TVs um, 
and other devices like that, TVs, radios. But the main one, probably the biggest one, is phone chargers. Our phone chargers, we keep them plugged in because we love our phones so much. <laughs> but even when we turn it off at the power, turn the red, the red thing off, you know, the red thing, um, it still actually sucks power. So pulling, actually pulling it out and unplugging it will actually save you money and it will save the environment. Now, number eight is to support secondhand or eco-friendly brands. Don't just go for big brands that might seem like everyone's getting them. You know, Apple, Gucci, that kind of thing. Uh, that might make you look good, but it's actually not supporting the environment at all. Cosmetic brands too. Some Lots of cosmetics think involve chemicals that can harm the environment. A good brand, I'm not sponsored or anything, that I use is Aveda. Not only that it's good for my, it's a shampoo brand and conditioner and hair products, but not only is it good for your hair, but it's also the um, biggest factory is actually um, run by wind and solar energy. So not just the thing in the brand, but um, the th where the energy comes from. And secondhand is also good, so it doesn't get chucked out and it lives a second life, I guess. The things that you're um, buying. Number nine is to let others know about climate change. Simply telling other people these 10 steps could do a big thing. And they could then tell other people who tell their friends and everybody could get on board. Now, number 10 is to track your impact or to see how you can, you where, which one of these 10 steps or other things, these are just 10 steps that I've chosen that are probably easiest for some people. But number 10, um, so tracking your impact and actually seeing where your digital, seeing where your digital, not digital, but where your um, carbon footprint is contributing to climate change most. So you can use, do this by going onto a digital carbon dioxide tracker, CO2 tracker. One of the best ones that I tried is footprintcalculator.org. So that's footprintcalculator.org, no capitals. And it just shows, it shows you how many Earths you would need to, if everybody lived your lifestyle, how many Earths we would need and it's really eye-opening and catching. Now those are the 10 steps. Now, we really need to take action and do things, but there is hope. I just want you to know that. Don't be afraid. Lots of people are saying that they're not gonna have kids or they're, not gonna, they're scared about the future, but you don't need to be scared. You just need to take action. Now thank you for listening up and remember these 10 steps. And take them, not just listen, not just say, but act. Thank you for listening. Bye.